When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome. It's another beautiful Thursday, wherever you are. Hope the same for you. Just wanted to, uh, today, we're going to be covering a great topic today called the Path to Success Mastery. But before we get in, I did want to take some, uh, let everybody know that is new to sustainable success. In addition to us on the Voice America Influencer Channel, you could also find us on Facebook at Sustainable Success 2017. That's Sustainable Success 2017. So um, just want to let everybody know that if you're going to be in the Reno, Nevada area or Northern California on June 22nd, you should definitely check out the Success GPS event. That is going to be an intensive retreat dedicated to understanding the key principles to success. There will be a lot of uh, named speakers that are experts in, in, in all different areas of success that will be present and definitely encourage those that are seeking to take their game to another level to attend. That is successgps.com. Check it out. And again, uh, we're going to be talking today about the path to success mastery. And we have a former NFL football player, Brett Lockett, with us today. And before I introduce him, I wanted to give a little background about uh, who, who he is. Brett is a entrepreneur thought leader and partner with M2 Jets, a full-service private aviation company specializing in private charter and aircraft acquisitions. His dynamic and innovative approach to orchestrating negotiations and exceeding client expectations has fueled his stellar reputation. He has served as board of directors for companies such as Moby, an Israel-based technology company, and Mental Fitness Incorporated, a nonprofit organization based in uh, Southern is it South Carolina or Southern California? I'm not sure which one. His philanthropic efforts in advocating for animals and children have led to partnerships and national campaigns with PETA and Bullyville, among other organizations. Brett is widely recognized for his three seasons with the Super Bowl champion New England Patriots and his season with the New York Jets. He attended the University of California, L.A., where he majored in political science. Brett, I want to welcome you to today's show, and I know you have a busy morning, but we're going to pack in a lot of information, so we're going to be asking a lot of questions and look forward to today's show with you. Chris, that was a gracious, gracious introduction, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you this morning. Pleasure. Well, when we talk about success mastery, you know, a lot of times, you know, people have different, you know, perceptions or interpretations of what success mastery is. And, you know, you know, a lot of times we fail at a lot of things and, but, you know, a lot of times people can look at it as, well, failure is failure, but failure is also a stepping stone to uh, to success. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about how you approach success mastery, just like you were preparing yourself for each game that you, when you were suiting up every Sunday morning. And I think football offers a great analogy when it comes to success in business or anything else in life. And I'm looking forward to today and including the listeners as to your viewpoint. So talk a little bit about your path and your approach to success mastery. Chris, it's an interesting kind of thing when you really want to look at why people want to be successful and what brings the best out of people to get to where they want to be. 
And the first step to understanding how to be successful is understanding your outcome, right? Understanding where you want to go and what is the end goal. And for a lot of people, they don't necessarily know that end goal first and foremost because they don't know exactly who they are, right? And when I say, you know, who you are, it may sound kind of cliche because, you know, you hear this a lot like, all right, who, what kind of person are you? What kind of entrepreneur are you? What kind of uh, individual are you? And it really comes down to a few key principles. So really understanding who, what your core values are, right? What are your core values and core beliefs, right? Your ethics and morals, right? But more importantly, what kind of individual do you want to develop into not just today, not in just three or five years, but really exceed the five-year limit and, and push it out to 10 years and say, who do I want to be in 10 years? Because the success is a culmination of not the things that you have done in your career, but the things and the trials and the tribulations that you've gone through to propel you to where you want to be at that 10-year mark and 15-year mark, right? But that, that's going to change over time. But I think the, the key is, and, and the key concept is understanding what do you want, why do you want it, and what do you want that outcome to look like? That makes sense. Uh, absolutely. And I think a lot of times, you know, you know, when, when you look at trials and tribulations, that's, you know, for, for me, I know it's, it has built character. It has allowed me to learn from mistakes because without those mistakes, I would have never been able to find the way to what would really work for me. And you made an interesting point of really knowing who you are because you can only operate out of being somebody else for only so long. It always comes back to really who you are, and that's a very, very interesting point. So talk about a little bit about that, like, you know, when you're discovering who you are and, you know, adopting the right mindset when you when you embark on the journey to success for whatever the outcome you desire. Interesting, and, and just I like to call it just an incredible thing that every single person has that differentiates them from anyone else in this entire world is their own personal story. And when you can tap into your story and understand where you came from and whether something is propelling you to get to where you want to be, or maybe something is, maybe you're running away from something. Maybe it was a, a trial or a tribulation or something drastic that's happened in your life. And now you're trying to get away from that, right? And there's a lot of people who, hate who they are, hate where they came from, or maybe dislike the certain the circumstances that they've had to go through in life. But at the end of the day, that's, those are the ingredients that allow you to tap into your success. So, you know, I never look at failure or I never look at not getting what I want or that, not getting the outcome that I want, more importantly, as a setback. I look at, I look at it as a stepping stone and I, and I evaluate what has happened, why it happened, and how can I prepare to be better? When you look at that from a business perspective and then you relate that back to, you know, my experience in the NFL back in college, you know, I was an undrafted free agent. I, I, I got into the NFL the, the most difficult way there was to get into the NFL, which is to get a tryout, right? And, and I got a tryout by one of the worst teams in the NFL, uh, the Cleveland Browns, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter if it was the Cleveland Browns. It didn't matter if it was the New England Patriots, it didn't matter if it was the, the Super Bowl team that won last year. I was going to go in with the mindset that I needed to prepare and be better than that individual or every individual on that team, right? And it comes from an understanding of, of who I am and, and why I want to I be that. Because when I was a, a kid, 
right? In sixth grade, I started getting bullied, and I was bullied from sixth grade all the way till you know my my really my first year in college, and you know, and it it it, it started from you know everything from you know being picked on to you know having kids you know spit in my face in high school, and then going on to college and being taped up and dumped into the dirty laundry bin and being pushed into you know the shower and you know being left there and being forced to find my way out of that. So for me, it's always been this intrinsic motivation of wanting to be more because I know that I am more and understanding that I've had to go through some things and there was no one I was able to really look, you know, to, to help me. For instance, you know, my, my, I have loving parents, right. They're still together, been together for, you know, 37 years. Uh, but I was the oldest, you know, I didn't have a lot of older cousins and, and, you know, or brothers or sisters to really, to where I could really, you know, talk about this. So I had to kind of find that in my, in myself. So my whole DNA has, 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 has been to, you know, develop my, my intrinsic, you know, motivation and be able to push through barriers because I know that nobody's going to do it for myself. And, and that's what has really created, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit in what I do today in business, um, in life, and in how I bring intensity into, you know, my day-to-day activity. Yeah, that's an interesting point. And I, but I, and number one, I love your transparency, by the way, because transparency is really a strength. And you know, for, for today's leaders, it it takes a lot of courage to talk about you know certain things that may have happened, which then turned to you know to be a motivational factor in where you are today. When you talk about the bullying at, uh, uh, aspect or that part of your life, because I've been there before and can totally relate to it. And, and, and I can look at that experience and how I was able to make a pivot in a positive way to really, uh, you know, take my skills and my strengths to another level. And you made another interesting point when you talk about, you know, the, the mindset and preparing and looking at these setbacks as stepping stones to your success. You know, it, again, that's coming from also your heart, you know, you know, and especially in football, when you look at players you know, they can have a lot of talent, right? And that and a great athletic ability. But that's only going to get you so far, especially at that level. You know, it really comes down if you're going to be doing that consistently at a higher level is, you know, what's coming from your heart and then from your heart into your mindset to prepare and strategize to know how you're going to have success on the field or in this case with anything that is important to you. So that's great. And and getting back, Brett, I wanted to get your viewpoint a little bit more on the process. When we look at success, success is a process. While the outcome is what we desire to achieve and we need to know what that's going to look like before we embark on our journey, the process is also plays an important role that we are showing up each and every day. Talk a little bit about your experience there. It could be anything, you know, that happened, you know, in your childhood, your on the football field, and also in your entrepreneurial career. Love to hear your your viewpoint on that. Chris, the process is is the main ingredient, right? If if, if you don't go through the the process, right, you're never going to be able to get to where you want to be because, you know, there's it's interesting when you look at you know the markets or when you look at different industries. You know, and when you when you realize that there's opportunity every single day in every single industry, and most people just don't see it, right? It's because they haven't prepared enough to see that, right? And 
for instance, I can go back to, you know, looking at my, my football career. And, you know, like I said, I was an undrafted free agent. And I got a tryout by the Cleveland Browns. And I, and I went in and I prepared myself, right? I, I, was, I was working out every, every morning at 7 o'clock in the morning, you know, weights and, and, and running on the field. And half the time I was by myself, right? It's very, very difficult for people to, to prepare to where they want to get and not have a partner, right? And I suggest, and I highly suggest someone having a partner, a coach, a mentor, someone who can help them because teams obviously go much further than individuals. But at the end of the day, I didn't have anybody that was going to wake up with me, you know, outside of my best friend who now is is a coach at Oregon University. But outside of him, you know, he wasn't available every day. So some days I would get up on my own and have to go prepare for football, right? And, and, And that preparation led me to when I got to the Cleveland Browns, you know, we had to stay up and we had to, uh, you know, I had to learn the plays or what we were going to run the next day. And they had just given me the playbook a few hours uh, prior to that. So, you know, I had to stay up till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, East Coast time, and then wake back up at 6 to go out and run, you know, uh, this rookie camp. But those that time, that preparation that I put in before that gave me the wherewithal it gave me the endurance to say that I understand the process. And it's just, a, it, it, it's a formula, right? It's just an algorithm. It's uh, when you understand that algorithm and that formula, you can apply that to anything else. And the, the biggest thing when you look at people that want to be successful, you say, well, what are you focusing on? Or what are you trying to improve? Or what are you trying to expand upon on a daily basis? on a weekly basis, right, and then on a monthly basis to get to where you want to be. For instance, myself, I know that I need to improve when it comes to being able to take in information, being able to retain information, being able to read faster. So for, for the last month, I've been taking a speed reading course, right? That's, you know, increased my, my reading by almost 50%. So, you know, when you, when you understand what are, your, what are your strengths and you understand what are your weaknesses, then you start tapping into each one of those because a lot of people say, well, you only need to worry about your strengths and approval on those. I don't believe on that because what you're strong in is what you're strong in, and you need to maintain that, but you also need to build the weaknesses and kind of balance, you know, parallel, par- you know, uh, bilaterally these strengths and weaknesses to get to where you want to be. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and and so what you're talking about, like there, you know, is like, you know, it's, you know, incorporating the right types of habits and disciplines that are going to serve you. And, and so talk a little bit about that. Cause sometimes when people hear, you know, habits and disciplines, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, I get it. But in reality, a lot of times people, because they, they don't achieve their desired outcomes, like they had set out for is because they weren't consistent with their habits and disciplines. Talk a little bit about that um, to, we, have, we have a few about three minutes to break to talk a little bit about that as it applies to uh, your path to success. Consistency is the hardest thing in the entire world to be. Right? It doesn't matter whether you, whether you look at athletes, whether you look at entrepreneurs, uh, the business world. Consistency is the hardest thing to be day in and day out. But when you find consistency, it allows you to build momentum. Right. And when you build momentum, that's what gives you true power. Right. And the consistency added with the discipline of being able to st- 
stay on that consistent path. And that, that, that may be for some individuals that may be eating a certain way, right? Because a lot of people say, well, I want to, I want to do this or I want to do that, but they don't have the energy to do that. And it's because they don't take care of their body. It's because they don't get enough sleep. It's because they may be on caffeine, right? It, it's the discipline, right? To be, to being consistent in just the small things, because, and I'm sure you, you, I'm sure you've heard, you know, this, this quote, but if you take a, if you fly a, a aircraft from Los Angeles to Hawaii and it's literally off course by two me, two millimeters, right? Not, 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 not one inch, but, but two millimeters, right? And you fly to Hawaii, it'll miss Hawaii by almost uh, 1,000 miles, right? So when you understand that building consistency in the small things and the discipline in the small things, everyday developing habits, right? That's what builds momentum. It's a compounding effect. Your, your life is a compounding effect of the decisions you've made today and the last decisions you made in the last 10 years. And your future itself and your future life is going to resemble the, the last 10 years of compounding effects that you've, uh, or decisions that you've made over the last, you know, 10 years. So discipline and habits are, are what make and break every single great person, every single successful person, and, and the consistency of being able to break through the failures and break through the things that don't go your way. Because life, life, life does not go your way and it will not go your way a good 80% of the time. But those, that 20% is what is going to determine what your life is going to look like. And if you can tap into that 20%, it's incredible the kind of results that you'll get in, in every in every facet of your life. It doesn't matter what it is you're trying to be successful in. Wow, that, that's definitely powerful, and that's so true. And, you know, listeners, if you're hearing what Brett just talked about, you know, these are things that have to be incorporated, you know, uh, consistently on a daily basis. You know, success isn't an overnight thing. This is something that requires uh, persistence and being consistent to the habits, disciplines, and tasks that are necessary to take you to where you want to go. Are there going to be setbacks? Absolutely. It's not that you expect them, but when they do come, you're able to then look at them not as obstacles or further problems, but as blessings in disguise to take you to where you want to go. And uh, so important that you pointed that out, Brett. Um, Again, you're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. Uh, We're talking about the path to success mastery. We're with uh, Brett Lockett, uh, entrepreneur, thought leader, and partner with M2 Jets, a full-service private aviation company and former NFL football player. We'll be right back after the break. sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. 
The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back. If you're just joining us here, we're here with uh, Brett Lockett, former NFL football player for the New England Patriots and uh, his last team, the New York Jets. He is now the entrepreneur, thought leader, and partner with N2 Jets, a full-service privation company. And we're talking about the path to success mastery. So Brett has not only shared his viewpoints on the path uh, to success mastery just from a business standpoint, but also incorporating what he learned on the football field. And that leads us to the the next question I'd like to ask you, Brett. When we look at football, because again, I mentioned it up front early in the show that you know football is, is really a great gr- a place to really learn strategy and success principles to bring into the business world or anything that you bring uh, into the world that offers value to people. You had an interesting approach about that defense is the best offense. Talk about your approach with from a defensive perspective as this as it applies to success mastery. Well, Chris, I mean, I think you saw that in the in this past Super Bowl, and obviously, I'm a, I'm still a Patriots fan. Um, they're just a, a, a top notch organization, and, and and they you know they they exude excellence on the highest level. So when you looked at this, this past Super Bowl, and you look at you know Tom Brady's performance, right, broke the NFL's you know all-time passing record in a single game, and I believe it was 512 yards. Okay, scored I believe it was five touchdowns. Yet they they lost the game, right? And when you look at that, you say, well, how could he break? How could he perform at the highest level? You know, lead his offense to score five touchdowns, not get denied. I think one time. And 
they still lost the game. And it's because of defense. And defense is the best offense because on offense, the only thing that you can do is score, right? The only thing you can do is throw the ball or run the ball into an end zone and, and score a touchdown. But on defense, you get to take the ball away, okay, and you get to take the ball away and go score another uh, a touchdown on the opposite end. So for, for most people, they don't realize that defense is, is the biggest offense because if I can not only stop the offense, but I can take the ball back and put it in the end zone a few times a game, I'm guaranteed to win. And, and this is just a statistic. If, if, if there's, if, and not to get into analytics, but if there is, if you have more turnovers on your team than the other team, you have almost an 83% chance of winning the football game, right? And, and when you look at that and you relate that to business and you say, well, you know, how, how in business can we make sure that we succeed? Well, understanding the analytics one in your business, tapping into that, know, knowing all the bells and whistles, but being a, a defensive player, which is going after what it is that you want in the business, right? And, and, and that is one of the, the major keys that, you know, I, I take from football and I apply to our business, right? So in private aviation, right? Understanding the, 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 the sales team, understanding the, the, uh, the landscape, understanding where our clients are, understanding, you know, where the airports are and being able to, uh, anticipate what is going to happen so that we can be one step ahead of, you know, our clients are one step ahead of a situation that, 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 or a mishap that may happen, right? Because things always happen in business. All it is is who can clean it up the fastest. Right? Who can who can anticipate it? Who can clean it up the fastest? And then you know maybe maybe you're in another maybe you're in another space. Maybe you're in product development. Right? Well, anticipating what's 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 next in the market. Right? Having a strategy of being able to develop or a formula of being able to develop or research R and D what's developing in new markets. Right? So so in business, whether it's in business or it's in defense, I I, I take that same that or on football. Excuse me, I take that same mindset of defense and applying that to everything that I do in my life. No, it, that's exactly true. I mean, when you think about, you know, if you look back at you know, prior, you know, football teams that have been that have won su- multiple Super Bowls, right? They've, you know, they've had they've had very good offenses, no doubt about it. But if it wasn't for their stellar defenses, they never would have won, gotten or won the big game. I mean, case in point, you can look at the what was it the. 2000 was it the Baltimore Ravens back in the day when Trent Dilfer was quarterback and you know Ray Lewis was only a few years into the NFL at that time and it was that Baltimore Ravens defense that won that game you know or brought them through that that impeccable season that they had it wasn't the offense itself they had a mediocre offense but yet exactly. that defense was just it was so stellar that it was able to you know, w- you know, win that Super Bowl, and then you look at you know these dynasties like the Steelers back in the seventies, and you know, you know when Terry Bradshaw was quarterback, they had they had great offense, no doubt about it. But their defense was unbelievable. If they didn't have that defense, they wouldn't have won those games. So it is so true. So talk a little bit about companies that you know. Let's say if there's an entrepreneur, or if there's if there's companies which we have quite a few that listen to this show. Talk about it, it wherever they are. What would be? What would you recommend that they look at in terms of a defensive strategy to take their game to another level? Whether if they're just starting out, or maybe they're they're you know been in business for a little while, they're looking to get to the next level. 
What are some some pointers that you could point you know point out to them to develop and really hone in on their def- defensive strategy? Chris, there, there there's a strong dichotomy of being able to balance business analytics and risk management, right? Because uh, you know, as you know, you're 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 an entrepreneur and you're, you're an extremely smart businessman, right? Most businesses fail, okay within a 10-year period, and, and, and 94% of those businesses are completely wiped off, off the map, right? So when you look at business analytics, which is, at the end of the day, you know, you can, you can put all these fancy MBA terms behind it. You can, you know, you can talk about, all, all, you know, all, all, everything they teach in business school. But at the end of the day, it just comes down to making money, right? How are we going to make money, and how are we going to scale as fast as possible, Right. Without limiting, with, without limiting ourselves to possibly hurting us in the long run, right? So risk management, right? That, that's one of the main keys to making sure that your business continuously grows and, and making sure that things don't happen. So when I say risk management, making sure that, for instance, if let's just say I'm a, a tech company and we're looking to grow and, you know, we have, uh, you know, we have a product that we're selling online. Let's just say something like ClickFunnel, right? Well, making sure that, one, you don't grow too quickly to where you outsource your, or, or you, you place yourself out of the market, right? Meaning that we don't have enough people, right, to handle the influx of business, right? And there's a lot of companies out there that grow too quickly. Just because, you know, because you have more revenue doesn't necessarily mean you have more profit, right? So, Really understanding this, this strategy of, of business analytics, which, which is at the end of the day making money, and, and then risk management, which is making sure that we can limit anything that can go wrong, which is either growing too fast, uh, you know, a change in the, in the economy, uh, you know, lack of funding, all of those different things, right, as an entrepreneur, whether you're a small business owner, you're a startup, or, uh, or, or, or otherwise, it's really just understanding those two main keys. And that and that's so true. I mean, risk management plays such an important role. And just like you said, I mean, that's a defensive strategy that I think a lot of businesses tend to overlook. I mean, you know, if you look at any successful company out there, you know, you look at the Amazons of the world, the Apples of the world, obviously they play at a different level because of, well, among other things, their mindset and that they know how to operate within the present moment and mindfulness and all that type of stuff. But it's having that that you know, having that defensive strategy to recognize that if things can go wrong or, you know, certain things, certain trends could shift that may not work in their favor and they have to be able to adapt to that, maybe modify or change certain things in the, in the products and services that they provide, that it's being proactive. So just like a football game when, you know, at the beginning of the season and you have a defensive coordinator that's preparing their game plan. That game plan is going to always, you know, it's going to change game to game. And there's going to be adjustments made because, you know, certain teams can figure out certain things. So it's one of those things that I think, like you said, a lot of companies don't put a lot of emphasis into and that why it's so important. And can you talk a little bit about like from your experience, from what you've seen, even if it's with uh, your current company, or any 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 of the businesses that you've been in uh, since the NFL, um, where this defensive strategy has served you well? I think it, I think it really comes with the I think the mindset is the biggest thing, right? 
and then understanding that you need a team. You need a, a, a key team that is going to allow you to perform at a high level because, Chris, I'm sure you've been in a situation where you've been around people where you feel don't necessarily have the, not necessarily the accolades, but just don't have the same skill set that you have, Mm -hmm. right? And what happens is anytime you're around someone to where you feel that your skills are superior than theirs, it limits your growth, right? It limits your growth, and for some, it may limit your confidence, right? Because I know... For a fact, if I'm on a team and I, and I don't feel secure or I don't feel like the guy to my left or the guy to my right can hold his own, I'm not going to necessarily feel comfortable doing my job because I'm going to feel like I need to cover for the guy on the backside, right? For instance, safety. If I'm a sa- in football, if I'm a safety and I have two corners that I gotta, I, I'm responsible for and I have another safety and I have linebackers in front of me and I know that this corner – is and when he's in man-to-man, you know, we're always susceptible to them throwing to his side. I'm going to be leaning a little more to his side because I'm going to be worried that the quarterback's going to be thrown there, right, which is going to leave the other side wide open. And, and yeah, we may have a strong guy to that side, but he's, he's expecting me to be in the middle of the field. So if I'm anticipating the ball going to the other side, then, he, you know, he's, if they, the quarterback throws the ball to the, uh, the other corner, he's going to be upset because he's going to say, Brett, well, where were you at? So when you look at the same thing in business, having a, a team on, on defense or just a team in, in business, period, is the main key to being successful because if you, if you relate it back to football and you say, okay, if we, we're playing against a top running back and this guy is, is awesome, let's just say Adrian Peterson back in his heyday, right? And I'm tackling Adrian right now. I run up and I hit Adrian Peterson and I'm holding on to his leg. And he breaks my tackle, and I and I turn the film on the next day, and there weren't ten other guys that were breaking, you know, that that were hauling, you know, their tails to that ball. I'm going to be very upset because I know that if I miss and I got ten other guys that are flying to the ball, then there's about ten other guys that are going to hit him after I hit him, right? But everybody on defense is playing uh, in their own individual section and not uh, not running the defensive scheme. Then that's when you start running into issues, right? When you when you when you when you get forced fumbles and a guy picks up the ball or and a ball gets tipped and then the interception happens, that's because guys are, are running and busting their behinds to the ball. And that's the same thing in business, right? I may I may make a mistake, I may be doing a presentation and, and I make a, or I may you know be putting a presentation together and I make a mistake and you know and I got my my guy to the right who is my chief marketing officer and I, and he says, hey Brett, you, you know we should be doing it this way and if you look based on how we did it you know two weeks ago this is it should it should correlate to what we're doing today and i, I said you know hey I, I completely forgot about that thank you right but it's because everybody is on the same page and everybody is hustling to the ball yeah like i said i mean and i guess that comes back to you know teamwork you know that you, that you each of those each of the people on your team understand each other. We you understand each other's strengths and weaknesses. You understand the game plan overall, and you understand that you know while you can't predict certain situations, that when they do arise, that you have a somewhat of a game plan to know how to go about addressing it. And it's no different on the football field that. That you know, in the case where you 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 grab somebody's leg and, but you don't have a, a maybe the right angle to really put on a full hit, and you're not able to bring them down, that there's going to be somebody there 
that's going to you know be able to put the second hit, third hit to bring the guy down. And it's the same in in, in business, you know, just to, you know in a different way. So it, it, talk a little. It, it's the yeah. exact same. It's the exact same thing in business, Chris, because when when you're looking at it and you say, you know, why? How many times have you started a business, Chris, where you had to do everything in that business when you first started? When it first started, yes, still quite a bit. And, and, and that's, that's yeah. every that's every business owner, that's every entrepreneur, right? It, anytime you start a business, you are the marketing officer, you're the accountant, you are the CEO, you are the sales team, you're everything, right? Until you actually either you have some investors and you're able to, you know, pay pay for some of that, but you're still running most of it on your own. And it, and it and you can't necessarily really focus on building building the business the right way necessarily because you're focused on so many different things. So what you're focused on in the first couple of years is you're just trying to survive. I'm just trying to survive and I'm trying to make it, right? And then when you finally build that team and, and you can rely on those other key players on that team, right, then you feel comfortable delegating things to other people. But that's the that's one of the biggest things that I see with a lot of, you know, top CEOs and a lot of top businessmen is that they don't like delegating anything to anyone because they don't trust that it's going to get done correctly. And exactly. And I think that is like as as companies grow, that that is a huge mistake that you have to have the ability to delegate and leverage those tasks to other people. And yes, are there going to be mistakes? Absolutely. That's how we learn. But it's it's but it's necessary if you're going to take your business or your team to the next level. So if you're, uh, you know, if you're an eight and eight team, you know, it could be the difference if you're, you know, giving up some of that control to become an attendant six team or twelve and four team. And the same thing in business, you know, in terms of uh, how much you know uh, product that you're able to get out there. Uh, you're raising your service levels and then obviously increasing your revenue. So important. So. Uh, so, you know, summarize, Brett, just real quick for the audience, just like, again, you know, maybe like in a minute, um, your take on, you know, just defense being the best strategy. Well, you know, I, I think we keep honing in on, on, on the defense a little, a little bit, Chris, and that is, that is the best strategy for, for football. Uh, it is one of the best strategies for business. But at the end of the day, right, you know, there are multiple facets of business, right? I got to get yeah. my team, I, I got to get my, my product or my business or my service in front of people, right? And, and, and one of the main keys is, is marketing. Well, the main key is marketing, right? And the reason why a lot of people don't think marketing works or, you know, I, I, I've worked with a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs that don't necessarily, you know, believe in, in, in marketing or, 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 you know, think that spending a lot of money on marketing is beneficial. The reason why is because, one, they don't understand their, their ideal customer. Yeah. But two... They, they also don't understand that marketing is something that is consistent and must be consistent over time. And the only people that tell me marketing doesn't work are the people who try to three months, see nothing happen, and then completely stop. No, absolutely. Right. Brad, we got to go to break, but I want to continue on that thought when we return. Uh, you're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show, the Path to Success Mastery, listening to former NFL football player, Entrepreneur Thought Leader M2 Jets, a private aviation company. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people in businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back again. We're here with Brett Lockett, former NFL football player, now entrepreneur, thought leader, and partner with M2 Jets, a full service private aviation company. So, Brett, where we left off in the second segment of the show, we were talking, we had been talking about the defensive side, but we were, we just got in towards the tail end on the offense. I just wanted to finish up there a little bit on the offensive side, why there has to be obviously a, almost a balanced approach when you look at uh, success, looking at the, you know, not only the defense, but as well as the offense. Right. Well, you know, the key thing in business is obviously protecting the downside, right? Making sure anything that 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 could possibly happen happens the the business is protected uh and 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 all the key players in the business are protected however when you look at the offensive strategies and you look at you know what is business at the end of the day it's it's making money it's 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 building sales it's it's selling products it's selling a service and it's scaling that on a massive level right and the the key the, i mean one of the main keys is marketing right and and being able to dive into how am I going to get customers? How am I going to maintain customers? How am I going to create customers that aren't just customers that buy once, buy twice, buy three times, 
but tell their friends, their family, and everybody that they love that you need to buy this, right? And that is creating a whole kind of culture, right? Hey, for instance, I, I, I love looking at Lululemon because Lululemon has created a, a whole cultural shift, right? Because, I mean, no, no, no one ever heard of Lululemon. No one was wearing Lululemon. Lululemon splashed on the scene. It was Nike. It was Reebok. It was Adidas. It was Under Armour, right? There are all these major companies, and Lululemon broke into a completely new market, right? They found a niche, and they tapped into the yoga market, right? And I remember when Lululemon was only women. Right. And and men didn't necessarily wear Lululemon unless they were doing yoga and those kind of things. Now, Lululemon has become a brand in general. It doesn't matter if you're doing yoga. It doesn't matter if you're playing sports. It's now a, a, a lifestyle and fitness brand. And they did that by creating a culture and a lifestyle within the company. Right. And and that really comes down to tapping into the DNA of what do what what do we want our end user, our end customer to experience? And when you look at what we do with M2 Jets, right, and you say, you know, what do we want our end client to to feel? What do we want them to ex- what do we want their entire experience to be like? And what is the essence of our company, right? And and that for us is is true luxury and, and the luxury and satisfaction of not having any kind of worries, right? That is that is essentially luxury, right? Not having the worries: my plane going to be there? Is it going to be on time? Um, Am I going to have someone to call? Is this reliable? Right. Obviously, things in business happen, and and we just have to deal with that. There's always uh, uncontrollables that will always come come into play. But for us, it's it's understanding that we need to have a process that's streamlined that allows each customer to have an individualized experience to where they they get to where they want to be on time with with the right mindset, being able to go into whatever it is they need to need to go into because. Most of our clients are, you know, they're, they're, they're in the finance space, they're, you know, they're political figures, they're athletes, they're celebrities, and when they get off the plane, they're not just chartering, you know, we get some, you know, charters for vacations and things like that, but most of the time it's business. When people get off the plane for business, they need to be in the right mindset, ready to prepare for, or ready to go do whatever they need to do. No, absolutely. And yeah, so talk a little bit about, you know, M2 Jets. I mean, this is an area that that's you know, a passion of mine as well. I spent number a, a number of years in aviation, both in uh, not only private aviation but commercial. So, talk a little bit about you know some of the things that you from with success mastery and these processes and steps that we discussed today. How you're applying that to with them two jets and in terms of servicing your clients. Well, Chris, M2 Jets, we're, we're only an eight-year, uh, eight-year-old company. Uh, we we started back in in 2010. Uh, and I was not involved at the time, uh, but when I was when I retired, uh, I, I partnered with the company and uh, and my partner, who, whose name is Moshe Malamud, uh, he was the former CEO of the Franklin Mint. So, um, you know, we, we he, he came from a long line of, of business and and uh, doing business at a very high level. So, um, when I moved back to LA, I, I headed the the whole West uh, Coast for development and our business development, and uh, pretty much run our, our whole West Coast offices. So what we've been applying to our business is really understanding the landscape, right? Because as you know, I mean, you're an you, you're, you're, you're aviation guy, right? The aviation space is blown up in the last really, you know, seven years. I mean, the, yep. the, there were not this many people flying privately, right? And, and a lot of it is due to the, the uh, likes of social media, right? The access to people being able to see the world and wanting to travel to the world. And then the access 
to the planes, right? Um, the Jet Smarters of the world have come out. Yep. You know, the Jet Suite, the Wills Up, right? All of these different membership programs that now allow, you know, consumers that would typically fly commercial first class to now possibly hop on, you know, pay $15,000 membership and hop on and be able to fly privately, right? So that has completely changed our industry in, in, a good, in a good way and a bad way, right? But for us, right, we look at it as an opportunity because when you look across the space, there's only a few main players in the space, and they've been main players for a very long time. We're one of the new up-and-coming uh, aviation companies, but we've made a big dent in the market. Right. So when we look at it and we say, well, hey, can we sustain? Right. We're talking about sustainable success. Well, how can we sustain whether the markets are good, the markets are bad to be one of the premier leading aviation companies? Right. And that really comes down to one client acquisition, like I always talk about, but two, being able to maintain those clients, because in the, in the aviation space, you're only as good as your last trip. Right. If you have a bad experience or a customer has a bad experience on on one of our aircraft that and uh, it's our fault. Well, we're, we're always going to take take responsibility for that. But we may, that may be the last time they fly with us, right? And they may fly a couple times a month, or you know, uh, uh, a few times a month, which ends up being you know dozens of times a year, right? So for us, it's about being able to one understand the landscape, two understand where the market is going, and then three being able to anticipate how we can insert ourselves and become a, a major player in that specific space. Absolutely. That's great. And, and and I could totally relate. You know, I've been around a lot of these companies for over, over time. And, you know, it was definitely a when you look at some of these companies and how they adapted and, and were able to, you know, go through some tough times, especially in 2008 with the financial crash. I mean, I, I remember I remember the day that that happened when I was at MBAA in Orlando and it was just like, not a good, not a good time to be at MBAA, <laughs> and right, it right. was. Uh, but you know, those companies that you know that came ahead and were able to go through those difficult times from 2008 to say you know 20, even up to like 2014, 2015. I mean, it was really a rough period for private aviation. So, what you talked about today, and I know you got to go here in about a minute. Brett, to go actually go meet a customer to sell a plane. I love it. And another industry that I was in for many years um, that you really have to apply the defensive side and the offensive side when these things happen. And uh, it's so, so thankful that you were able to share, you know, the success, you know, with M2 Jet starting, you know, their, you know, their company during a time when this industry was in the toilet, you know, and how you were able to come ahead and and, uh, you know, really, you know, make it, you know, making, making a name for it for yourself, you know, M2 Jets making a name for itself in the industry. So, Brett, I know you got to you got to get ready for a meeting. I want to thank you personally for joining us today. And if you could just briefly just let the audience know where they can find you if they uh, require any other information about what you know, what you offer and uh, feel free to do that now. Yes, Chris, I, I thank you, and I, 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 it was an absolute pleasure, you know, being on the show, and I wish you and I wish the show nothing but success. They can learn more about M2Jets at www.m2jets.com. We also have a major social media following. If those people are, are on Instagram, you can go to uh, M, M as in Mike, the number two Jets, plural, um, for us on Instagram. Um you know, we have all of our aircrafts up there. We show the lifestyle. We show, we show it all. So um, you can find us on both of those platforms. And uh, 
and just stay tuned for us. We have uh, we have some uh, some good things in the works, and uh, I think uh, a lot of people will be uh, stunned of what we got going on. So very excited. Awesome, Brad. Again, thank you so much for being on. I know we got to let you got to head off and get to a ten o'clock meeting your time, one o'clock here East Coast. I, again, thank you for joining us, and I look forward to keeping in touch with you. Chris, thank you so much. Take care. Have a great day. Well, we're not done, folks. We still got time. So I just, you know, want to elaborate. And I want to thank again, Brett, for joining us. You know, he's got a busy schedule. I know that schedule well. I spent a number of years in aviation, uh, both on the media side, uh, been to all the air shows and all the, the events and also brokered aircraft, which he does as well as charter aircraft. So I know the business well. And it's one of those things that you got to do what you got to do. But getting back to what Brett talked about today about the path to success mastery, you know, if you're looking for sustainable success in your business or your life or all of the above, you know, it's a process. That's what you have to look at it. And one of the things that where it really starts, and we didn't get into it too much here, but it really starts with the mindset. And I want to use the last few minutes of the show to kind of just kind of focus a little bit on that as well. So when you look at mindset, the key to having success long-term and the ability to persevere through setbacks and challenges, which will come, is to have the right type of mindset, being in the moment. So this means that we don't want to be operating out of the problem or managing the problem, which unfortunately most people in most businesses do, not even realizing it. We have, to have, we have to be able to look at addressing the problem first to resolve it and then move towards the solution, incorporating the right habits, disciplines, and people with the right skill sets and the right uh, having more heart than talent, so to speak, to make that happen. So when we talk about mindset, why is mindset important? Well, mindset is important for three critical reasons. One, you have the ability to find clarity and cl- finding clarity is when we have when we have resolved the root cause to the problem at the source. So think of a manufacturing line. If we're able to resolve the bottlenecks at the source, we have the ability to pr- produce more widgets more efficiently with better quality, thus increasing revenue. Can we still produce widgets with those bottlenecks managing the problem? Sure. Are they going to be as efficient and uh, of the of a better quality? No but it'll get by. But why do you want to get by? Why do you want to play mediocre? Let's play big. Let's be the best at what we do in the industries we serve or the businesses that we serve or what our roles are as fathers, mothers, or as community leaders. Get to the root cause of the problem at the source so you can move within the solution. So getting back to that, we got a little, just a little bit time left. The next thing is that when you have clarity, you have the ability to be in the present moment. And when you have the ability to have clarity, you're able to see opportunity all around you, even within setbacks and challenges. That allows us to be more decisive. And when we're more decisive, then we have the ability to follow through, but not just follow through itself, but follow through with massive, massive action. And Brett alluded to that today, being consistent and being persistent, having a defensive and offensive strategy that's going to allow you to adapt and make adjustments along the way 
to your path to success mastery. So again, you know, we hope that you enjoyed this show today. I just wanted to add that a little bit on the back end to kind of really round up the the key points to this show. And we are again thankful for Brett joining us today out of his busy schedule. And and again, we are going to be talking about uh, other variations of what we talked about today on some future shows. And again, we want to thank you, the audience, for tuning in every Thursday at 12 o'clock East Coast time, 9 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. We want to wish you all a prosperous rest of your day right in through the weekend. And again, join us here next Thursday at 12 noon as we'll have another unbelievable guest that will be shedding their expertise, expertise and insight on the areas towards sustainable success. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.